Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you this week alongside Dan Capril, the certified financial planner and your local wealth coach at Matson and Capril. Check them out online by going to quizdan.com. Here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities, Dan's the person to turn to for guidance through the financial world. And Dan, thanks for joining us this week. How are you, sir? Fantastic. I hope you're enjoying the new year. Yeah, we're off to a great start so far. Uh, already rolling through. One week down and many more to go. I'd say, though, that holiday week, that this, that just goes too long for me. I was, like, you know, I was like, New Year's was on Monday, and you know, I'm like, okay, oh, excuse me, Sunday, and I'm like, okay, back to the office on Monday. My wife goes, well, you can go to the office, but no one else is going to be there. Yeah. Really? <laughs> we, we were the only cars in the parking lot. It was, oh, it yeah. It was a ghost town. Yeah. I went in. The, the worst part is no mail. You know, I was like, all right, all right, we'll, we'll push it off another day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, I, I guess a lot of people are, are fortunate to get that, you know, one extra bonus. Day, oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not faulting anybody. I like getting back it. to work a, a little bit. You know, yeah. it's, it's self-employment sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when you're self-employed, for those of you who are out there, you know exactly what we're talking about. When you're self-employed, you, you look at holidays a little bit differently, and motivation's a little different too. So, but anyway, back at it. And this is January, folks. So studies show this is when you're going to be more focused on improving two things: your finances and your health. The key, of course, is to keep that going past January. So we're going to work with you on doing that. Well, we've got some great questions from people here in the area who might be just like you with questions about their finances and about retirement. We'll feature some of those questions in just a moment. We'll also talk about some of the rookie mistakes that a lot of people make when it comes to investing and how you can avoid them, plus how to break down your statements. Uh, well, you know, How do you really read those things? What, what is really important to know about them? That and we'll have a great story on tales from the tax side. Uh, I love the headline of this week's story, by the way. Creepy little elf has nothing on the IRS. Can't <laughs> Thought wait, you would. Can't wait to find out more about that one. Uh, let's get to some of those questions, though, from our listeners. If you want to submit one to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com to submit those questions. By the way, the number to call to reach Dan for a one-on-one conversation is 844 844- Quiz Dan. Our first question comes to us from Kathy in Mason. Kathy says, I'm still a couple of years away from retirement, maybe three. Uh, My husband wants to take some money out of an IRA so that we can do some traveling, but I'm worried about withdrawing from our retirement savings right now. What do you think? Well, that's a great concern you have, Kathy. And of course, it's very hard for me to give you a straight answer without looking at the whole situation. But you know, for a few things we always have to keep in mind. Uh, first of all, if you're under the age of 59 and a half and you pull money out of your IRA, unless you do it a certain way, chances are you're not only going to pay taxes on it, but you're going to pay a penalty. So your husband needs to understand that. Look, if you can afford to use some of your retirement savings to do some traveling, I'm all for it. And what I mean by that is you've done a study, you understand what your needs are going to be during retirement. You have a good understanding about how much you can realistically withdraw every year. And if there's a surplus, look, go for it. I mean, I'm all for getting the bucket list done before you retire if it can't be done. But you got to look at the numbers. I mean, you just don't want to do this blindly. Again, you know, this comes, I don't want to sound redundant because I'd say this every week on this show, but you need a comprehensive plan that looks at the whole picture. And and very often we tell clients, you know what, you want to retire or you're on, say, five, six, seven thousand dollars a month. You know what? You could retire on nine if you wanted to. And that's great. We love telling that message. Or, you know, telling somebody, you know, you want to wait till 64, 65 to retire. That's fine. But just to let you know, we think you could do it today if you wanted to. And that's great. But we only tell them that after we've actually studied the situation. So if you've never had that done, you need to get that done. You need to have somebody look at your situation, do a holistic analysis, not based on trying to sell you any type of product, but using math and using mathematical concepts that a lot of times we forget about or really we can't do 
on just an Excel spreadsheet. And if you know if you're buying one of these do-it-yourself or $49 programs, they overlook a lot of things. So you know, my advice there would be, you know, certainly if you can get this stuff done before you retire, you know, see the places you've always wanted to see. That's kind of one of my goals, to be candid with you. You know, when I hurt my knee, it wasn't serious, but it was like, you know, there's no guarantee that the things I enjoy doing, I'm always going to, you know, I'm going to be able to do them 10, 15, 20 years from now. So, you know, I'm trying very hard, you know, in a very prudent manner to try to knock off some of these things. I'm not pulling money out of my IRA to do it, but I am proactively laying it out. And if you can do it, great. But let's first look at the situation. Let's look at all the numbers in a very unbiased way before you actually make those decisions. And if you don't know how to do that, then, you know, that's really what a good financial professional, especially a certified financial planner can do for you. And obviously that's something we can do. And if you want to talk more about it, you know, Kathy, just give our office a call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Nick, your I'll talk to you over the phone and get a feel if we think we can help you. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN or go online to quizdan.com. Great question, Kathy. Thank you for that one. Let's get another one here from Don in Hyde Park. Don says, am I better off to invest in single stocks where I don't have any diversification or mutual funds where I have diversification but higher costs? Oh, Don, this is one of my favorite questions. Okay, first of all, Don, if you got about $25 million, you can be fully diversified. And I mean that because... To be fully diversified, you have to be in about 18, 19 different asset classes. You have to be in about 44 different countries, and you need about 14,500 holdings. That is true diversification. Everything else is just minimized. You know, you're just, well, I own the S&P 500 or I own these 10 stocks. Now, I understand your concern about costs. Mutual funds do have costs, but the costs vary. You know, we're constantly talking to our clients about using asset class or index funds where the internal cost of the fund is extremely small, you know, 0.15 maybe, or even lower than that in some cases. Some are under under 0.1%. I mean, they're so darn incidental. So don't allow this, you know, we have a perception about mutual funds that we kind of attain to all of them. So for example, if I said to you, an automobile, is it a good concept? Most people say, yeah, but we all know there are good cars and bad cars. Well, it's the same thing with, with funds. I mean, there are good funds and there are bad funds. But the concept, this idea that for $10,000, I could own 15,000 holdings, that's a great thing to have. So don't discount that entirely. I definitely would recommend most people go the mutual fund route. The key, though, is to pick the right funds. You want to have funds that are certainly low enough in cost so that they're not eating away at your return unnecessarily. Because if you listen to this show, I will tell you time and again, in my personal opinion, there's absolutely no value to, towards an actively managed portfolio manager, a guy who's picking stocks. Study after study shows that the index fund is going to beat most active managers handily. So don't pay for the active manager. Unless they have next week's newspaper today, they don't have information that they need to beat markets consistently. They're just speculating. We don't speculate on this program. We invest. So I do recommend go the mutual fund route. Keep it with index funds. If you're not sure which funds to go with, give my office a call. I'll be happy to talk it over with you. 844-QUIZ-DAN or, or shoot me an email. You know, Go to quizdan.com and just you know, on the question, Quiz Dan, ask me for some mutual fund suggestions and I'll, um, I'll give you some thoughts. That's uh, quizdan.com where you can go to do that online, quizdan.com, or call Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. We're here each and every week helping you better prepare for your financial future. Dan Capril, the president of Matson and Capril, joining us each and every week. He is a certified financial planner serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities as well. One more question to feature here. This one's from Roscoe in Clifton. Roscoe says, for years, I've had half of my money with one broker and half with someone else. They're both nice guys, and I thought it would be good to get advice from two different people, but now it seems like it's just kind of confusing. Am I better off having everything in one place? Well, Roscoe, in my personal opinion, yes. And I'll use the analogy of a doctor. If I'm going in for some type of surgery, let's say let's say something serious like heart surgery. I only want one cardiologist. <laughs> one, two... <laughs> I don't want two operating on me at yeah. the same time. I don't want them having a difference of opinion. Look, I get this. We'll have people come to our office all the time talking to us about second opinions. And the problem too often is that it does create a lot of confusion, uh, especially if there's a difference in philosophy. So, for example, when someone comes in to see me 
and they've already got somebody in place and they're just looking for that second opinion, I caution them very carefully that chances are what I'm going to recommend may cause some disharmony between them and their current advisor. And I would much rather, if they like their advisor and they are, they're happy with the results and all that, stay with them. It is only when you don't feel as if you're getting the right level of service or insight. Or so, for example, let's say your advisor is a stock picker market timer and you finally have woken up to the reality because you've read one of the zillion books that are out there that'll tell you that's not a good way to go. You've come to the realization that, no, I need a better approach. Okay, that is a legitimate reason. Or maybe the advisor isn't giving you the level of comprehensive service. You know, I know a lot of people say, well, I've got an advisor. And all the person really does is talk about stocks, you know, or, or mutual funds. There's absolutely no work being done in tax planning. There's absolutely no work being done in risk management or estate planning or the other areas that make up, you know, the advisor just talks returns all day. Well, that's not an advisor. Okay. That's an investment salesperson. Um, when I say an advisor, I mean a certified financial planner, somebody who's looking at your entire picture and probably is charging you a fee to do that because they're giving you a holistic plan that's unbiased and doesn't require that you buy anything from them. And if you're lack if you don't have that in your life, I mean, you know what it's like if all you've got is a stockbroker, it's like thinking you've got a healthcare plan when all you've got is a drugstore. Well, I can go to the drugstore and get whatever drug I want. Let's assume we didn't have to have prescriptions. You don't in Mexico, so that would be a good example. Now, you need an overall strategy. My advice to you would be I'd find the of the two, find the one you like the most. And that's the one I would go with. You have too much at stake here. It's not about making friends here. It's about doing what you feel is best for you and your family. And I personally have a bias that, yeah, you should go with one. And I've sent many people coming to this office, packing, sending them back to their current advisor because they said they liked the person. They thought the person was competent. Fine. Then there's really no reason to bring another surgeon into the equation. Now, I know advise, other advisors who will say, no, 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 you know, you know, we'll give you a second opinion. We'll even manage half your, your portfolio. That might serve their interests. I don't think it serves the client's interest very well. Again, if I'm having heart surgery, I want one cardiologist calling the shots. I don't want two. There's too much at stake to make that mistake. So that's an opinion question. And I think it's important that, you know, we understand that and you ultimately do what's right for you. But if that just means you need to keep looking till you find that right person, keep looking till you find that right person. Nothing wrong with that at all. Now, if you want to know what comprehensive planning looks like, and you know this kind of comes up too in the question that Kathy had brought up as well, I want you to get a copy of our book, Retirement Rescue, because in there we give you seven lessons that you need to know to plan properly. You have to follow these seven lessons, and they're all comprehensive. Now, we don't just give you a book. We're going to give you the entire Retirement Rescue Toolkit. So if you haven't ordered this, do so. In fact, I just got done shooting a new course that's going to go with the toolkit. So you'll be getting that as well. But basically what the toolkit is, it's a book. It's an audio CD called Tax-Free Retirement, which talks specifically about what you can do to get a tax-free retirement. Uh, there's also a couple of reports in there. And then what follows is an online course that we'll send you. So what I want you to do is, if you have this, these kinds of questions, the questions that Roscoe brought up or Don or Kathy, folks, do yourself a favor. This kit is free. Dozens of these fly out of here every single week. We love giving them away, and we've gotten some very positive feedback from them. So how do you get it? Very simple, number of ways. First, you can text the word retire to 55888. So retire to 555888. So if you've got a smartphone and you like to text, that's one way to do it. Just make sure you're not driving when you do it. Right, so that's one way. Another way, you can give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Now, if you call right now, you're going to get a recording. Just leave your information on there. On Monday, Beth will give you a call and uh, get your information. She'll get the kit out to you. Another way is go to quizdan.com. I actually think that's the easiest way. You click on the big button that says Quiz Dan, and um, what you'll get there is the opportunity to ask for the kit, and you can ask any other questions that you want. So get a copy of it. It's great information, but more than anything, the book will lay out what a comprehensive plan should be doing for you and some of the mistakes people make and how to avoid them. So when I call it retirement rescue, we're trying to rescue from a lot of factors that are out there, the IRS, inflation, bad investment advice, et cetera. So get a copy of the book, get a copy of the toolkit. Again, there's no cost. Text the word retire to 555-888. Again, text the word retire to 555-888 and get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You'll get that link immediately, and you can click on it, fill out the information, and the toolkit will be on its way to you. Very easy to sign up. takes about 30 seconds to do all that, and you'll have the toolkit on the way. Again, text the word RETIRE 
to 555-888. That's all you have to do. Make sure you spell retire right, by the way. Otherwise, it won't uh, send you the link. Send the word retire to 555-888. By the way, if you don't have a smartphone, you can call and request the toolkit instead. 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number. 844-784-9326. That's 844 844- quiz dan to get the retirement rescue toolkit much more coming up on today's show stay right there you're listening to solving the financial puzzle dan capril has been helping investors for more than 20 years he's given more than 100 financial seminars and in his spare time he's active in the fight against poverty in the cincinnati community keep listening to solving the financial puzzle if there's a financial problem of your own that you need help solving You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hope your year is off to a great start. Walter Storholt here with Dan Capril, the president of Matson and Capril in Cincinnati and Dayton. Offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, in northern Kentucky. Check them out online by going to quizdan.com. Dan's a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach in the area. The number to call to get in touch with Dan is 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. And don't forget, if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit Dan talked about a few minutes ago, text the word RETIRE to 555-888 and click on the link that we send you. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888 for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You know, Dan, uh, we're going to talk about rookie mistakes on this next part of the show, because you had mentioned a little bit earlier on how often you see people kind of taking wrong turns and making mistakes. What would you kind of point to as some of the top rookie mistakes that people make when it comes to investing? Well, you know, in truth, these aren't even for the rookies because I've seen experienced mm-hmm. people who probably should know better. Who don't? It's kind of like pro athletes who forget the fundamentals. Maybe it's a, absolutely, a good which reference. you see every single week. So, investments. First of all, the very first mistake is what I would call investments with no purpose, meaning you just bought something. Very often, I'll look at someone's portfolio when they first come into our office, and I might see they own eight or nine different mutual funds, and I'll ask them, "Why'd you buy that fund? Why'd you buy this fund?" And there's no real thought process. And what's even more disturbing is the fact that when I do what we call a portfolio MRI on these accounts, we start to notice that a lot of these funds are buying the very same thing. So if your purpose was diversification, that's usually the answer I get back, diversification. There is no real diversification here. We have more redundancy because a lot of them are buying the same thing. You need to understand why you're buying something. You know What is really its purpose? Because if you don't understand that, It's going to be very easy for you to just look at the short-term rate of return and draw conclusions. I had somebody just the other day questioning the fact that a section of his portfolio, the international, was trailing the U.S. And his question was, well, should I even own any international? And of course, the answer is yes, because we don't know when that shift is going to occur. I mean, diversification means always owning something that's higher, something's going to be high and something's going to be low. The point is you're not going to know when. But understand why you own each of your investments. If you don't know the answer, that's a real problem. I mean, you could be heading down the wrong path and being unaware. Now, somewhat tied to that is the second mistake, which is not really understanding risk. Now, I personally don't like the word risk. I like the word volatility. And the reason I say that is because I associate risk more with casinos. You know, I put $100 down and I either double my money or they take it all away. When you're in a diversified portfolio, the likelihood of it going from $100 to zero is incredibly, incredibly small. You probably have to take a cataclysmic event, in which case you wouldn't even care about your money anyway for you know a well-diversified portfolio to go to zero. But a well-diversified portfolio will experience volatility. The value of it will fluctuate. Now, over time, you want it to be fluctuating in an upward slope, but it definitely is going to have its moments of a pullback. Everyone who invests needs to understand how bad their negative year could be statistically. So if I go into this portfolio, what's the worst one year statistically I'm likely to have, you know, with maybe a 5% margin of error? That can be measured. And again, the reason it is so important to know that is because when that moment occurs, and it will, if you know it could come up, you're less likely to panic. You're less likely to make the third risk, which is emotion-based decisions. You know, so many people out there, you, they think that, I think we all think that we're, we're driven by logic. We want to believe that. I mean, I think that we view that as being the way to be, the more admirable way to live your life is to be logic-based. But in truth, we are not logic-based. We're not made that way. Our brains were not made to be 
logical. Heck, if, <laughs> if we were doing everything on a logic base, quite frankly, we would miss out on a lot of the great things of life. Love is an emotion. So to our fear, so to our greed. And we just need to keep these things in check. So if you take, for example, what I was just previously describing, where someone sees a portfolio that's adequately diversified, and there's a position of it in, in fixed income, there's a position of it in uh, a portion of it, I should say, in uh, international, and there's a portion of it in the U.S., the U.S. is probably outperforming the other two. The emotion-based investor who might be motivated by the emotion of greed would be perhaps contemplating getting rid of the fixed income, getting rid of the international, loading up on the U.S. The problem is, is every asset class has its day in the sun, and no one's going to let you know in advance when that is going to occur. Don't speculate with your money, but emotion allows us to do that. The same thing happened in 2008. In 2008, markets crashing. Everyone's like, the sky's falling. No, the sky probably isn't falling. You know, we're just going through a difficult period of time. We'll probably get through it. <laughs> and we have. Remember the Dow then? It was in the 6,000s. Now we're, we're you know, close to 20,000. So understand that. And understand that when emotion takes over, we need to recognize that. And then we need to sit back and say, okay, what's the more logical thing to do? Uh, that's why coaching is so important. That's why I've always emphasize to people. In fact, we have this chapter in our book called You Can't Do It Alone. And the reason for that is because we understand that people are emotion-based. And in most things in life, a good coach is going to help you to get to a higher level because the coach is going to observe things that you aren't going to observe. The greatest athletes in the world had coaches because even though they had great talent, great God-given ability, there were times they couldn't observe what their mistakes were. And a good coach is able to do that in a logic-based way, not an emotional-based way, which is really what we tend to do for ourselves. Another big mistake, and boy, folks, if you're going to get anything off the list this year, you know, you want, you, want, you want a good resolution for next year, folks, don't listen to hot tips. Because in order for a tip to be hot, it has to be delivered to you illegally, meaning it's information nobody else has, mm. and it's illegal to act on it. You know, So a buddy of yours says, yeah, listen, my company's about to come out with this new technology and it's going to cure hair loss, and it's not going to be like these others, you know. So, the, you know, for those of you who've never seen me, you know, I am completely bald. I look like Kojak. You've already and, lost it all, uh, so that wouldn't help you much. Yeah, but well, no. But imagine there was a pill, and I knew that. And in the next, in, in one month, I'm going to have a full head of hair like you have, Walter. Imagine that. Well, you know, if you acted on that, that would be illegal. You have to wait for it to become public. So, you know, someone says, you know, my cousin knows this or et cetera. Be very, very careful. Just everything we know about any company. It's already factored into the price. It's what we don't know that's going to move it. And you don't want to find yourself in that position of speculation. The fifth one, and I talk a lot about this on the course, is ignoring taxes. Ignoring the taxable implications of your portfolio. Investments, if they grow, they will get taxed. And what we need to do is understand that most people who fall into that baby boomer, Gen X generation, you guys, on average, have all your money sitting in 401ks and IRAs. And this money has not been taxed. And what's going to happen, a big rookie mistake, in my opinion, is you keep kicking this tax time bomb down the road. You keep kicking the can down the road. And this thing is a ticking tax time bomb. It is waiting to explode. You know, I love the fact that the incoming administration is talking about lowering taxes. I love that. I just don't know if the demographics are going to allow for that to happen. We are an older society. And those of us who are in that baby boomer Gen X era, I'm literally at the edge. I think I was born one year before the baby boomer era ended and then Gen X came. So I'm right at that edge. And you know, we're going to be like one in five in terms of population in the next 10 to 13 years. And that means there's going to be a lot more money needed for things like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, entitlement spending, as well as all the other things that government needs money on. And as much as I want to believe that a booming economy is going to provide that treasury revenue, I'm not confident. So we need to protect ourselves. And what we need to do is have a portion of our portfolio protected against taxation in all cases. You need a tax-free retirement strategy. So one thing I see ignored time and time again. I'll look at someone else's financial plan that they had done somewhere else, and I'll say, oh, yeah, they talked about returns. And, oh, here's an insurance proposal. Okay. Where's the tax proposal? Where is it? And of course, it's, well, I got an accountant. Yeah, you have an accountant who at the end of the year will tell you exactly how much tax you owe. What you don't have is a proactive strategy to get you to where you don't have to pay taxes on any of your retirement benefits, including your Social Security benefits. 
Now, the good news is all of these issues, all these rookie mistakes, I can show you how to fix a lot of those from our book, Retirement Rescue. In fact, it's part of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which not only includes the book, it includes the audio piece, free reports, and an online course. So do yourself a huge favor, guys, folks. Start the year 2017 right. Get the right information. And I think the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is a great way to do that. Very easy to get. It's free. You can't beat that. We even pay the postage. A couple of ways you can get it. Number one, three ways, actually. Number one, if you like to text, you're not driving right now, willing to pull over, give the phone to whoever's ever in the, in the passenger seat, text the word retire to 555-888. Now, when you do that, you're going to get a, a link back from me. You got to click on the link, enter in your information. If you don't do that, I can't mail you the kit. That's one way. Another way is you could give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. You'll leave a message. Beth will give you a call back on Monday and get all the information for you. Or you can go to quizdan.com. Click on the big button that says Quiz Dan, and we'll get all that information to you there as well. So number of ways to do it. But you know these rookie mistakes, they don't need to be made, folks. They really don't. It's, it's just a matter of knowing what your options are. And, and being a little bit smarter about it. And that's really what the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is all about. It's about rescuing you from these rookie mistakes. So again, text the word retire to 555 We'll get you out the kit right away. Again, this is how you get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit in your mailbox. Text the word retire to 555-888 and then click on the link that we send you. That'll get you the toolkit. Text the word retire to 555-888 Click on the link and fill out the information. It takes about 30 seconds to do that, and the toolkit will be on the way. If you don't have a smartphone, don't forget that you can call and request instead. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. And, of course, if you have a smartphone, the easiest way to do it is to text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Today, there is more on the way. Stay right there. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Capril. You're listening to Tales from the Tax Side, the great show here in Cincinnati and Dayton and all the surrounding communities if you're listening in. This is the show for you if you want to learn how to better prepare for your financial future. If you are uh, interested in you know, planning for retirement or you're just wondering how you can make the most of your investments going forward, Dan brings a very cool perspective as the president of Matson cool. and Capri. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool perspective. I was going to say un- unique or you know, interesting. I haven't been called cool in a very long time, Walt, so I appreciate that. Well, I hear you have a new watch for Christmas that has wood in it. So, um, so that's cool. So you're cool. I mean, <laughs> that is the barometer for cool these days. If you have wood in your watch, you're cool. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you meet the threshold. Dan's a certified financial planner, your local wealth coach here in the area. It's quizdan.com, the place to go online to find out more about Dan and his team. And you can also call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Coming up, we'll tell you how to get your hands on the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And by the way, Dan, I want to mention one thing about the toolkit because this is going to be something that's coming up very soon. You're going to have a couple of more great classes, a couple of more great seminars Coming up here in the area very soon, we'll announce dates uh, here in the next week or two, and people who text and get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit end up getting invites to those uh, to those classes, to those courses, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, these courses fill up quickly. They're all built around the concept of the steps one must take to get a tax-free retirement. So as a great precursor to the course, as well as a way to get an invitation to the course, yeah, get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's full of great information. There's our book, Retirement Rescue, audio piece called Tax-Free Retirement. We also just filmed an online course. So when you, um, when you register, to, I mean, when you sign up to get the kit, 
We're also going to email you the online course. So a lot of great things that you can have. But the live course is really where we're going to go deep down into the, the problem. And then we're also going to answer questions that you might have specifically about your situation. So you know, text the word retire to 555-888 to get the toolkit and the other information that follows. Absolutely. Again, text the word retire to 555-888 to get that retirement rescue toolkit. All right, Dan, let's talk about statements. And here's something that I think a lot of people have trouble with, and that's really understanding their statements and, and yeah. really being able to break down the statements. And, and how, you know, what do you glean from an, a statement of, of various accounts within a portfolio? What are the important things to know about that? Well, you know, first of all, just understand this. Your statement is just a snapshot in time. By the time you get it, it's old. I mean, things have already changed. I mean, I've had clients that'll call up and they'll be concerned about something on their statement and then we'll look at it online and whatever the concern was at that point in time has been resolved. So that's really just all they are. They're legally required to be provided to you. And that's a good thing, you know, but in this online age, you can obviously access your information anytime you want. Few things to be aware of. Now, the first one, this is what I see on 401k statements, is an income projection. And what they're doing is they're, they're trying to give you some idea, given the amount of money that you have sitting in your 401k, how that's going to translate to retirement income. Folks, that is not an accurate calculation at all. It builds in various assumptions, which it'll admit are not going to hold. It just feels like there's a need to give you some idea of the direction that, that you're heading. To determine what your, your likely income is, is going to require a much more sophisticated analysis than just the linear assumptions that are used in a 401k statement. So that's really not a very meaningful piece of information. Be careful when you see that on there. There's so many factors that need to go in on an income projection, especially with the 401k plan, because all that money has yet to be taxed. So, you know, if someone has five, six hundred, a million dollars in their 401k, remember, you don't have that much in your 401k because Uncle Sam hasn't gotten his share yet, and he will. You might have half that amount in reality, or maybe 60% of that amount in reality. Now, there are good steps you can take that might ensure you keep it all or most of it, but on its face value, it's not that. So the income projection, I wish they wouldn't even have them on there because they're meaningless. And I've seen others where they're based on past results. Well, past results aren't going to equal future results. Past result was just that. It was just a moment in time. So, so be careful there. The second one is that I see a lot is the, the what I call the asset allocation summary. And usually this is a pie chart of some approach. I guess we all like pie charts. There's studies that done about how we learn things. And, and some people learn visually. Um, some people learn through... Um, uh, through conversation. I'm personally the type of learner who I have to read it. You know, it, me going to class, I went, but the textbook I learned, that's just how my brain, you know, was wired. Well, some people really need to see things visually, and that's what pie charts do. But too often, again, people don't really understand, you know, what the pie chart is saying. And to the extent that it shows allocation percentages, are those allocation percentages the way they should be given your current situation? They are reflecting the moment in time. But are they really doing what they need to do to give you the type of retirement that you want? And the other thing, too, with allocations is make sure that there's some type of rebalancing element going on in your portfolio. If you're not rebalancing, you're really setting yourself up to have the most volatile part of your portfolio become the biggest part. So look at that really, really carefully. Always ask yourself, is this allocation summary right for me, given where I am at this moment in time? Fees. If you're working with a fee-based advisor, their fees should be broken out at least on the quarterly statement, depending on how they take their fees. But just understand there's more to the fee story than just what you pay your advisor. The actual investments you have, particularly if you have mutual funds, they have fees as well. And those fees you don't see in your statement. They're taken out in out of the shares before the share price is even calculated. Now, every single mutual fund that I know of has some internal fee associated with it. Some are higher than others. Just be aware of that. Understand that what you're showing there isn't necessarily everything that's there. Uh, Dan, there are in, in regards to fees, I know that there used to be a lot of talk about hidden fees, and then yeah. there was some, some legislation or some new rules that forced some of those things to become more transparent. Where do things stand with regards to you know, the hidden nature of some of those fees? Well, where that was more of an issue was in the, the 401k world, okay. because what was happening is people were signing up for the company plans, 
and there was minimal information being provided. Now they've done a very good job of at least showing you what are the management fees within each fund. So that's a lot more clearly broken out, which is important. Still, though, on an investment statement, particularly if you're working with an advisor, the way that's going to get disclosed is through the annual prospectus delivery. And if you're not taking time to read the prospectus, then you're not going to know what your fees are. Now, the funds that we use, we like funds where they put the fee right on the front page in big, bold print. So there's no, there's no question about it. Look, you know, these are the costs of, of doing business. You shouldn't hide from them. Now, certainly, if you can minimize them and get a, a better job, you should do it. Also understand this, though. There's a, another fee that is more the result of doing business that will never show up on any statement. And that's what we call the buy-sell-trade fee. And, and what I mean by that is when you're in a mutual fund or any type of portfolio, understand that it costs more money to buy any stock or bond than you will receive if you simultaneously sold it. So in other words, if company XYZ is trading at $50 a share, that's $50 to buy it. If you want to sell it, you might get $49. That little spread is a fee. Now, the first time you incur it, fine. But you need to understand that in many cases, portfolios are turning over 70-80% a year. And they're racking up huge amounts of these spread costs. So that's another fee that's there that isn't always seen. And that's the type of thing that should be explained to you. If you're working with somebody, these are the type of things that should be explained to you because they're not going to be apparent on your statements. You know, the last thing is disclosures and fine print. The statements themselves are usually pretty clear if you can understand them because the way they're broken out at times, it can get complicated. I spend a lot of time with our clients. We actually provide a quarterly statement that is a lot more user-friendly than the statements that the custodians that we use provide so they can match them up. Uh, we also provide a number of online tools so they can see it. But just understand what it is that you're getting into. When it comes to fine print, I'm not as much concerned about the fine print with the statement as much as I'm concerned about the fine print within the prospectus because too often I meet people and they have no clue what they own or how it works or the fees that are associated with it. And that's a problem. We want to fix that as, as quickly as we can. You need to be aware. Look, getting advice is good and, and paying for your advice should be expected, but you should know exactly what you're getting into before you do. And too often people don't do that. So this is just another thing that, that people need to rescue themselves from. You know, the, some, of the, some of the assumptions that are being used within, within investing and within financial planning uh, that aren't going to hold up. You need to rescue yourself from that because you can get hurt. So you want more information on this. This is exactly why we wrote our book, Retirement Rescue, to give you that type of information, to show you lessons that you need to, to prepare for to have a good, solid retirement. So to get a copy of the book, to get a copy of the whole Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which is so much more than the book, it's an audio piece, online course, reports, etc., all free, easy. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the word RETIRE to 555-888. And when you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. you got to click on the link, enter your information. You don't enter your information, I can't send it to you, folks. And then... We'll get it out to you right away. A couple of other ways, go to quizdan.com, click on the green box that says Quiz Dan, request the toolkit, we'll get it out. Or you can call, call our office, 844-QUIZ-DAN. So a number of ways to get it, very useful information. We send a lot of them out every single week. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It'll help you in understanding your situation a lot better. Again, this is to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, some excellent resources in that toolkit that you can get your hands on. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out the information. About 30 seconds to do that, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Now, if you'd like that toolkit but you don't have a smartphone, maybe you have a landline or uh, even a flip phone, and that's fine, you can call Dan and request it that way. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. 844-784-9326, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and just let Dan and the team know that you'd like to get that toolkit, and they'll make sure to uh, be in touch with you and get your information and get the toolkit on the way to you. But again, if you have a smartphone, the easy way to do it is to text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text RETIRE in the message field, and then the number you text that to is 555 888 Coming up, one of our favorite parts of the show, Tales from the Tax Side, a good story on the way next.
Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, anagrams, trivia, riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, and oh yes, it's time for Tales from the Tax Side, the part of the show where Dan Capril tells us a great story from the tax world. Often we'll feature a story about a celebrity or an athlete, musician, somewhere in that realm and show you kind of, most of the time it's what not to do when it comes to taxes. Sometimes it's about cool little strategies that people end up using, but we always try to tie it back into what we could use in everyday life. Now, I don't know where we're going necessarily with this <laughs> week's Tales from the Tax Side, but I said at the beginning of the show, I'll say it again, the headline for today's story. I always like to just read the headline, and then I enjoyed hearing Dan's story about it. But the headline is, Creepy Little Elf Has Nothing on the IRS. So uh, take it away, Dan. What's the story this week? Well, Walter, I know you and your wife don't have kids yet, but when you do, the first thing you're going to want to go out and get is one of these elves on a shelf. <laughs> the, the creepy elf on the shelf. Right. You're right. And for those of you who are Jewish, I want you to know there is something called a, a mensch on a bench. So, you know, can cover all. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll eventually come out with something for those of other faiths as well. And and that but, and uh, that's for like a uh, local area, right? At least cr- create Yeah, the mention on the bench. Yeah, it's yeah. made uh, the guy who started it. I don't know where he makes it now, but he uh, but he started here in Cincinnati. But in any event, I first became aware of Elf on the Shelf ah, probably about 10 years ago when I went to visit my in uh, my sister-in-law and her husband during Christmas and they had young children at the time. And this little elf, they called Franklin. And I was like, "Okay, well what's the deal with Franklin?" Well, Franklin basically monitors the kids. In other words, if the kids are misbehaving, Franklin will not only provide direct feedback to Santa, but he'll have his own little fits. So for example, one day the kids woke up and the house was just a mess. I mean, there was furniture tipped over. They were just all kind. It almost looked like a break-in. And the kids were like, what the heck happened? And my sister-in-law said, well, remember that little fight you guys had last night before you went to bed? It upset Franklin. Now, I watched this, and I watched the kids' <laughs> eyes. I mean, they were freaked out. Now, to my sister-in-law's credit, Franklin also you know, lives a normal life and isn't just a narc, so to speak. So one day, the kids came downstairs, and Franklin was reading my nephew's book that he had to read for, uh, for school. And uh, my nephew, his, his name is Alec, he walks over. And, and by the way, the kids were taught never to touch Franklin. If you mm. touch Franklin, the magic of Franklin goes away. So all he can do is get real close to him. And he noticed, here's Franklin reading his book, and he says to his mom, Mom, he's already on Chapter 9. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, man. you know, with every good, cute thing that comes out, there are always people that like to tear it down. Um, so, you know, and uh, I'm sorry, our friends in the liberal media are usually the first ones to take a shot at this. You know, both the Atlantic and the Washington Post had articles, editorials condemning these things, calling them, you know, just another nanny cam and, you know, creating a penal code and the whole type of thing, which, which, which is really absurd. And it's particularly absurd because, you know, it, it's fun. It's cute. But it had me thinking. It had me thinking that, you know, 
Elf on the Shelf, okay, maybe that's a little tool parents will use, and it kind of plays with the idea that Santa isn't going to come visit you if you're naughty and nice, and, and I like that. But you know, the IRS has their own Elf on the Shelf system. They have their own little way of monitoring things and making sure we're doing things right. Now, I'm going to go into these, but I want to also emphasize to people that just because the IRS has these doesn't mean you shouldn't take good action to lower your taxes. I've seen example after example where people, especially small business owners out there, you don't take advantage of all the things you can do proactively out of fear that the IRS's elf on the shelf is going to come get you. Now, listen, if you're doing it right, don't worry about it. But first of all, and this is something that, that happens on just about every return that goes out, is they do a computerized income matching. And what they'll do is, for those of you who receive 1099s or W-2s or anything like that, they will do a matching between the 1099s that have been issued and what you've actually put on your return. Simple. I would expect them you know, to do that. But every once in a while, what happens is some, because somebody maybe moves, they'll have forgotten about something. They won't get a 1099. And then they'll get a letter back from the IRS letting them know um, your income was actually a little bit higher than what you indicated. When the IRS looks at your returns, their number one concern is, are you hiding income? They're not really studying the validity of your deductions as carefully. They'll get into that in a full-blown audit. But initially, they're most concerned about people hiding income. So did you post everything that we have record of? Of course, if you're in the cash business, you have the advantage over them. But you know, you should do the right thing and, and you, should, you should report it. But if that doesn't do enough, the other thing that they can do is they can actually subpoena your bank records. And they can make sure that your deposits match up with the reported income that you have. And if you have more deposits than what they've indicated, they're going to ask you to explain where that money came from. Now, if it was a gift, that's not taxable. But if it wasn't, if it was truly income, for example, if you get paid in cash, if you work in a, you know, an environment where a lot, you get a lot of tips or whatever the case might be, they, you know, they can, you know, they can use their own version of Franklin the Elf to go out and uh, look at your bank records and determine, okay, yeah, I think he's hiding income. He's not, he's not, you know, reporting it. Of course, if you keep all the money sitting in a, in a box in your house, well, they're not going to find it there, but you know, hopefully, you know, that's probably not the best way to grow your, grow your money going forward. But really, the, the best uh, form of Franklin that they have, the, the true narc system they have, is their, uh, their cash rewards program, where they will give you as much as um, 30% of whatever the fraud is. So if you know somebody who, for example, is committing an act of huge tax fraud, uh, you can actually turn them in. I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just letting you know it's out there. Now, for those of you who are tax cheats, you know, you should be doing the right thing. You should be paying your tax. And be mindful of the fact then that, you know, if someone knows that you're cheating the IRS, they can take advantage. Now, listen, doing the, you know, get, paying no tax because you follow the law properly, that's great. Do that. I mean, I love the fact that Donald Trump had no apologies for paying zero income tax because he used the law. I love that fact because you should all be doing that too. Now, if he was breaking the law, no, he should go to jail. Like everybody should go to jail who does that. But if you're doing it right, then fine. So what I want to emphasize here, first of all, is let's not pay more in taxes than we should simply because we're afraid of the IRS. You know, we're afraid of Franklin. No, let's, let's do it right. Let's be proactive. Let's have a strategy in place that understands the law, document things properly. Let's do that. That is, that is your right to do it. The courts have ruled on that time and time again. Do it right. Now, if you're cheating, stop cheating. I know a guy once, he took a deduction, $6,000 on a security system. You know what the security system was? He went and bought a bunch of guns. Oh. Okay, that's not. Oh. There you go. <laughs> now, his argument was in Texas, that's a security system. No, it's not. <laughs> if he ever got called in on that one, he would lose that deduction. And he knows it. He was just kind of taking his chances. But do it right, all right? But in doing it right, there are many, many proactive steps that you can do. And if you want to learn what some of those proactive steps are, Get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. We put them in there. We put the proactive strategies that you can take to ultimately pay a lot less tax, uh, particularly on your retirement benefits. Now, if you're a small business owner, you want to give my office a call because we have a book just for you, you know, 10 tax tips that small business owners overlook that cost them thousands. And the way you can get that book is just call my office, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and request a copy or go to quizdan.com and request a copy and just ask for the uh, the business owner's you know tax planning book and we'll get that out to you no cost but if you're if you're not a business owner 
Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Very valuable way to get it. And by the way, it's it's full of information. It's not just um, it's not just a book. It's audio piece reports. There's even an online course that will enroll you in. So the way you get that very simple: uh, text the word retire to five 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 eight eight eight. Again, retire to triple five triple eight. When you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. So you need to click on the link, and then you got to enter your information. You don't enter your information, I can't send you the package. So put your information in there. We'll get it out. Give our office a call. Go to quizdan.com. Number of different ways to get it. But guys, we're starting a new year now. Uh, 2016 is over. Not a whole lot. There's a couple of little things you could do this year, possibly to lower your taxes for next year. But from this point forward, let's do it right. And if the IRS has their little elf on a shelf watching us, fine. Fine. We'll wave to them every morning because we're doing it right. We're being good kids. Uh, We're not trying to get away with anything. But we're going to use what's available to us. And just too often I see people ignore the proactive strategies. And this is particularly a concern of mine when it comes to what I call the ticking tax time bomb, the fact that your 401k and IRA benefits have not been taxed yet. There are measures you can take now to minimize or maybe eliminate the tax on that. And you know what? It'll also help you get tax-free Social Security benefits as well, which would be really great. So again, Text the word retire to 555-888 to get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Do it right now. If you're driving, just pull over, find a parking lot, get an exit, pull out your smartphone, 555-888, text the word retire, you know, follow the instructions. We'll get the book out. We'll get the whole kit out to you later on in the week. Again, get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which not only gets you those great resources, but gets you some exclusive invites to upcoming seminars and workshops. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to reach Dan Caprill and the team, and uh, also to get that link. Text RETIRE to 555-888. You'll get a link on your smartphone. Click on it. Fill out your information. 30 seconds, and the toolkit will be on its way to you. If you don't have that smartphone, it's okay. You can still call and request the toolkit. That number is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Well, Dan, it's uh, always a pleasure having you here on the show. As we wrap up for the week, if people were going to make one financial resolution for the new year, what would you uh, wish that they would make? The number one resolution, get informed. I'm amazed to this day how often people just are not fully aware of the entire picture that they're faced with. Mm. Get completely informed. And that's what this show and that's what the toolkit is all about. Giving you information that, quite frankly, you're not going to see on a lot of these other programs. You're not going to see them on Fox Business or CNBC. Yeah, a couple of times. But now that they pulled Stossel's show, there's a lot of great financial information he provided on that show that's not going to be available either. So get informed, get the right information in front of you. And I think if you do that, you're going to be much less likely to make mistakes. And then you're really going to be in a position to do what we talk about in the show, which is solving the financial puzzle. That's a great point. And to get informed, to get that information, to take that right first step, you can pick up the Retirement Rescue Toolkit by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, this toolkit is free for you to have. Just text RETIRE to 555-888 and fill out the information on the link that we send you. And again, if you don't have a smartphone, you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN to get the toolkit. Well, thanks for the time, Dan, and we'll look forward to another great show next week. You too, Walter. Have a great week, everyone. You do as well. That's Dan Caprile, your local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton, certified financial planner. Thanks for joining us on this week's show, and we'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.